Franchising gives back in so many ways. We've heard of so many franchises that give to the communities, but join me in this episode of Franchise You when I talk with Joe DeLatte, the president of Home Clean Heroes, about how they have a special program to support first responders. Welcome to the Franchise You podcast, where key industry leaders provide education and inspiration. Here's your host, Dr. Kathy Gosser, the director of the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. Welcome to another episode of Franchise You. And with me today, I have Joe DeLatte. Welcome, Joe. We're so glad you're here. Thanks, Kathy. I appreciate it. Yeah. So you are the president and COO of Home Clean Heroes. And I loved when I was doing my research and I read your self-description of your role and what you said in quotes. As president of Home Clean Heroes, I get to put it all to work coaching our franchisees and corporate team to help them each reach their full potential and their personal dreams. And then your hashtag, hashtag favorite role. I just love that. So you've had just such a great career. You started out in marketing at several companies. Then you became a franchisee yourself of Window Genie in 2015. You did that for a few years and then you moved to Home Clean Heroes to become the president. So first, Tell us a little bit about your marketing career before you entered franchising. Okay, I was uh, I was a marketing major in college, and I was always into production and creativity, and and got really into uh, more specifics of marketing and at the corporate level. First in the savings and loan industry, and then for the most uh, majority of my career in telecommunications. Uh, so the whole cable TV. Uh, you know, growth of the eighties and nineties. I was yeah. very much immersed in that, but always within media, uh, in the marketing world, uh, and then a little bit in advertising with an ad agency for about ten years as well. So, you know, a lot of creative fun within advertising and marketing. Okay, so a little bit. Ten years is a lot of bit, Joe, to most of us. So, um, that sounds pretty amazing. Then you became a franchisee for almost three years. And then moved to lead the franchisor. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about being a franchisee. Well, you know, I think I'm fairly typical now that I've gotten to know a lot of franchisees in our system. You know, I was in corporate America, uh, kind of transitioning through parts of my career, found myself at a point where I wanted to do something totally different. And advertising was, was shifting. The technology was moving that particular uh, category so fast uh, that I really wanted to take what I had learned and put it to work in something that I knew wouldn't be so dynamically changing. So I went out and looked for a franchise business that was really home services, wasn't going to shift, uh, wasn't tied to brick and mortar. I had certain qualifications that I, that I looked for in it. Uh, and I said, I'm going to use my marketing and advertising background to build a strong business on the back of a good, strong brand. And Window Genie had, had built a good, strong brand. So that's what I learned and that's how I applied it. And uh, I really, you know, I couldn't do this job today. I couldn't lead a home services company without having been in the trenches and doing it myself. That really is invaluable experience. Well, it definitely establishes credibility and the whole concept of empathy. Walking in a franchisee's shoes, you have done that. Yep. And that's critical when you talk about helping people achieve their dreams. You know, you've got to know what they're facing in order to be able to do that. And we've really built so you mentioned, why didn't I jump to this side? Well, yeah. I saw the opportunity again to take what I had learned and put it to use on a, on a grander scale. Now I can build an entire platform, an entire business based on what I know about 
how to treat franchisees, how to build a brand, how to provide the right kind of services, the right kind of systems, what they're up against, how to treat customers in the field, you know, how to the right kind of communication. So everything that you learn all along the way, you you put it together in a in a way that builds the right kind of business opportunity for franchisees. And that's what makes, you know, the the franchise model valuable is when you've got the right pieces that come together and somebody can can buy into it and just make it work. Oh, and so true. And and your lens is so critical in this role. So let's talk about home clean heroes and and let's start with the industry. So I read that it is a six billion dollar industry with a recurring revenue model. Can you talk more about the industry itself? Yeah. So you know, it's same kind of thing as what I mentioned when I went looking for a franchise. You want to find something that's tried and true, right? It's it's got a long history of success, continued demand. The customer base is not going away. So the recurring revenue piece of it is you want to you want to acquire a customer once and then continue to generate revenue from that same customer. So that 90% of the revenue in this business will come from recurring customers. Oh, gosh. So it's, you know, it's really the magic is being able to acquire customers, treat them fairly, and they'll repay you with loyalty. Uh, so you know, that's, that's the whole system behind you know, a, a residential cleaning business. It's not a flash in the pan, uh, and there's high demand. So if you build the brand properly, if you build the support systems properly, then the demand will be there and you can, you know, as a, as a franchisor or a franchisee, you can build and scale because the market's pretty much unlimited. And, you know, I don't know why I'm surprised by the 90% recurring revenue, because when I think about, I retired from Young Brands after a wonderful 35 year career. And I remember telling my husband, I'm retiring, but my cleaning support is not so, um, <laughs> because it is so important. When you have when you have that person you trust, that company you trust coming into your home, I can see that happening. Well, that's there's the most important components of our business are credibility, integrity, reliability, and quality. You know, that all all four of those things sort of work together. And the first three are really the most critical because, mm-hmm. you know, it you you've you've had a cleaning company work for you. If, if you have somebody you trust, you like, you don't want to lose them. You'll that's you right. abandoned as a customer. To make sure that you keep your your service provider happy, right? You don't. That's know. right. And I don't know if I've ever seen a bigger referral business. Like um, the person I use has no more room on her on her calendar, and tons of my friends would love to use her. So you can build a loyal following and have people in wait. So yeah. I can see that I can see that happening. So Home Clean Heroes, I just loved reading about it because you started in 2017. You're currently under Buzz Franchise Brands, which has a few others. But you are branded as the only residential cleaning franchise that gives back to local market first responders. And this was so fascinating to me. And you do that in a couple of ways where a portion of every cleaning goes to first responders and then you have a roundup program. But let me let you talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm really proud of what we've been able to do and excited about what it is that we do as well, because the brand Home Clean Heroes, uh, we created that to be different in the in the marketplace to, to have a different feel it, it you know it felt like a lot of the existing legacy brands were kind of stale and you know they were all pink and they all talked about maids and we weren't going to do that we were going to build a a bolder brand and as we did we realized that you know this hero persona yeah. has a lot more power to it and we wanted to develop a way that we had a mission-based component to our to our brand because a lot of 
of candidates, a lot of business owners want to feel like they're doing more than just building their business. They're, they're, they're giving back to their community. They're building a part of the community. So, you know, we, we did a lot of research into how we might be able to, to personify that more in a marketplace and just the, you know, the term heroes, it, it really has become part of our culture. Right. And, and, and first responders, you know, go, dating back to 9-11 and when you, the, the whole, this whole kind of celebrity almost type of, of persona is developed for first responders. It's a really exciting, dynamic career that you can build. Well, you know, these folks are the ones that are running into danger as we're running away from it. And we figured what better way could we, could we uh, find a way to contribute and build this than to be able to contribute to first responders. So we went to work and we found our, our uh, national partner, the First Responders Children's Foundation. And they have the same kind of mission as us. I mean, they, they really are. They exist to, to support the families of first responders in a number of different ways. Uh, bereavement programs for fallen first responders, scholarships for the children of first responders who, who have fallen in the line of duty, uh, and need-based grants just based on any th- kind of hardship that first responders uh, may experience. And we've been able to be a part of that in the communities where we operate. Uh, to the point where you know we'll we will be able to provide cleaning services. We will be able to be a part of the bereavement, the scholarship contributions. But basically, what happens is uh, fifty cents uh, from every clean uh, comes to the first responders from our our uh, franchisees, and a matching fifty fifty cents comes from the corporate office. So a dollar from every service. But then we also have the we offer to our uh, customers the ability to round up every service. So we've got you know a, a lot of customers who will just add a dollar right. to every service, but when you're doing twenty thousand services, you know that adds up to twenty thousand yeah. dollars. So it's you know it's a pretty good significant contribution that we can make, and and we're, and we're really just getting started. I mean, we're still finding yeah. new ways to be able to develop programs and uh, and give back at the market level and be a bigger part of the the Children's Foundation. So it's it's been a it's been a great uh, partnership for us. We're really excited about. And, you know, I think that just demonstrates the generosity of franchising. And you hear so many companies and groups that do that, but this is quite unique. And you're right. First responders, they definitely deserve it. They have been made heroes and they are for sure. So you also seem to have a very fun culture. When I was perusing your website, I saw that all the leaders have superhero names and you are the Flash. Tell us more about that. (laughs) I wish I could. I don't, I don't sit still very much. And I, I think you. that's probably where that's, that's grounded in. And I'm, I'm also one to try and always look for the next level of whatever we're doing. How can we improve on it? How can we find the next thing? So, you know, I, I, I think it's just more of a speed and an overall, you know, um, amount of, uh, of energy that I seem to have to try and keep things going. You know, when you love what you do and you love where you go to work and then you love the people you're with, it's not, it's not really work, right? Oh, I get that. Yeah, absolutely. So in the last question about um, Home Clean Heroes itself is what is so unique about the service that you provide to your customers? You know, there are there are a number of different um, sort of patterns, I guess, to the way cleaning companies provide their service. We try to be, uh, first of all, high quality and very consistent. We'll keep the same lead at least in every home so that there's consistency from one clean to the next. But you know, we will actually do a top-down clean every time we come into a home. So it's a very high-quality, very customized clean. Uh, and then another way that we customize that is 
our base, you know, list of services and cleaning agents and materials that we use are all very eco-friendly. And, and we make sure that we provide that as a foundation of our service. But we also find that there are customers who want, you know, a different type of cleaning agent. Oh, a lot of people want bleach. If it doesn't smell like bleach when you leave my house, I don't <laughs> feel like it's clean. Well, we don't bring the bleach, but if a customer wants to provide the bleach, our cleaners are trained how to use an agent mm-hmm. like bleach without doing any kind of damage right. uh, or, or, you know, to be safe in, in using it as well. So uh, that's a level of customization that we provide to try and reflect the fact that, you know, we, we've got a very diverse group of customers that we serve and we want to customize our, our service level to be able to get what they want done. That's great. I think that matters. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about franchising. So I read that you currently have 14 units open, but you have more in the pipeline. Why did you choose the franchise model for growth? Well, that's the beauty of being a part of Buzz Franchise Brands and, and, uh, you know, a legacy of success with this model. You know, Buzz was the original founder of Mosquito Joe and really caught lightning in a bottle with that particular brand. So it's, it's the, the, the idea of being able to perfect the model and then replicate it across the market at, at, at great speed and with great success. And that's why the model, to me, this is the best place to be within the model. So where we operate, we, we're based in Virginia Beach, Virginia, as all the Buzz brands are. We own a corporate operation here that we that we still operate. It was the original R&D model that we based the brand on. We still operate it that way because we are always, like I said a while ago, I'm always looking for new and better ways to do the things that we're doing. So it's great to have that R&D unit to be able to test things and be able to track and measure very closely. But that's the other part of the franchise model that I think for an owner in particular is extremely valuable is you've got a team of support staff here, one team dedicated specifically to Home Clean Heroes from an operational perspective, and then another team that really acts as a whole in-house ad agency, direct mail, finance, analytics that operates across all brands that brings a level of support that a single brand often can't do. As opposed to starting a business by yourself, you've got this incredible powerhouse of support behind you, analytics and experience Mm -hmm. that ensure that you know you're not doing this all by yourself and then this the whole community that develops within franchising is really that's rewarding to me because when i see you know in in our systems and our our, uh, forums our franchisees talking and brainstorming and sharing secrets and sharing information and commiserating or celebrating together it's like you know it's it's just like watching your family grow you know that's right it all take place and it's uh, it's really, it's fun. I enjoy that part. That's great. Well, as I like to do, I dug into your FTD. I'm probably the only person around that loves to read those. <laughs> but I, I know, I love it. So I found a few fascinating items and I've, I've documented a couple of those. So let's talk about them. So first I noticed that you offer not only a discount on your franchise fee for veterans, which is awesome, but also for first responders, which is totally aligned with what you just talked about. Can you tell us why the discounts? Well, we want to make it easier for people to get in the business and, and, and you want to inset and motivate the right people, right? We know, we know that veterans, first responders alike are people who are very process oriented. Right. They're trained to follow a process and that's the magic sauce in franchising and being successful as a franchisee. Those who follow the model are successful. Those who don't highly likely to not be successful. So we know that just by that training, 
there's a component, but there's also that community service component to it too. They are service-minded individuals. This is a service business. You know, you get, if, if you're a, a franchisee of Home Clean Heroes or any home services brand, you're going to meet people and you're going to go places into homes, into neighborhoods, in the town market where you live that you never went in before. And you're, it's just going to broaden your whole scope of what your community looks like. So those people are the kind that, you know, really like the mission-based component. Uh, and, and they, you know, it's, it just gets back to that process piece. We really oh. like to have those folks on board. Yeah, totally makes sense. You also have an area development agreement, but what was interesting was that I read you can only open a second territory once the first one has been open for 12 months. Can you talk about the rationale for that? Yeah, that's that's a, that's an easy one. Uh, first of all, the territories that we define, they're clusters of zip codes. And the, and the zip codes are defined themselves by how many, what we call targeted households. So a, a household that has $100,000 household income or above is much more likely to have a cleaning service working in their home. So that's how we define our territories, 40,000 households, targeted households in a territory. Oh. But uh, you asked me your question again, you got a little sidetracked on my thing. That's right. I said you can only, like in an area development right, agreement, right. they have to wait 12 months to open the, the second. Dent- density is king in this business. Route efficiency is king. So, you, I mean, it's a, you want to focus on maximizing the amount of time you're in a home generating revenue, minimizing the amount of time you're driving between homes or from the office to the home. So, uh, you know, being able to build out that route density within a territory is critical to getting to a profitable position faster. So we want to go deep, not broad in terms of how we populate, penetrate our our, uh, territories. That makes sense. And when I read that, I thought, you know, it really demonstrates that your company cares about growth the right way when once people really understand the model versus just selling a ton of territories all at once. So that was pretty admirable. But then the one thing I wanted to talk about, and you've mentioned this already, is the mailer program where postcards are sent to households and it's just a little unusual in today's digital world. So can you talk about the strategy and maybe how this works for your industry? Yeah, you, you'd think that's true. Uh, how many emails did you get today, Kathy? Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> a lot, a lot, and a lot went to my junk other area. Okay, that you didn't even look at because Correct. technology is your friend there. Correct. When you get home tonight, how many pieces of mail will you have in your mailbox? Couple. So a what's couple. the competition there for your eyeballs? Oh my you know, gosh, that's so interesting. Yes. Email, an email has got you know very little chance of cutting through that clutter, but you're going to look at what your mail is. I mean, it's it's come full circle, right? It has, yes. Uh, it used to be before email, but before, and I'm old enough to remember before email. But you know, when that was direct mail marketing was really king, you'd get home, especially you know around the holidays, your your mailbox would be stacked. Yes, you'd, you'd you would get lost in the mail, but that doesn't happen anymore. So direct mail really is sort of a you know another secret weapon in terms of the way how it works and cuts through the clutter. Plus, it's highly targetable, right? We right. can define households you know, specifically by household income, neighborhood, we can really penetrate well a specific zip code and zip plus four area. So we can really concentrate geographically and demographically very tightly with direct mail. That is fascinating. Thank you for sharing that. So you also have a startup package cost. What's in that package? Everything you need to operate for the first three months. It's it's a great scalable model. You don't have to buy a bunch of uh, food inventory. You don't have to have 
a, a restaurant that you've built or even a, you can operate out of your home. So it doesn't take a lot to store the materials to get started. And you'll start one vehicle, one team at a time, and you'll build that route density for that team. And you'll add another team. So, it, and we, there's actually two of them, depending on how fast you want to start. But the typical startup kit will be everything that you need to equip a vehicle and a team of two to operate for three months. So all of the supplies, all the equipment, all the chemicals that you need. Oh, that makes it easy. Plus all the marketing material that you need as well. So it's really, you know, it's a shop in a box. Oh, that's great. It just makes it so simple, especially for those starting. And, you know, I noticed that you provide financing assistance, which is unusual, but also a great benefit. Can you talk just a bit about that? Yeah, there are a couple of different levels of financing uh, assistance. The first and the easiest, the most common you know, most franchisors will provide the right kind of connections to agencies that will help you develop your your 401k rollover, your uh, your SBA lending, you know, the more sort of traditional financing packages. When we find a, a highly qualified candidate and, you know, they, they need, you know, they're in the process of developing financing and they need the ability to, to get from you know, where they are now to just over the line and get started, you know, we can work with them on in forms of, you know, type of temporary financing to get them, to get them going. But it's a low cost uh, brand. It's a low cost opportunity, really. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's not usually what keeps the pro- the right candidate from being able to, to get into the business. That's great. That But that's so helpful. So helpful. So then when I looked at the training, what really interest- interested me is you're listed as one of the trainers. So what is your core course that you teach? Well, my background is just about everything. So uh, yeah. I'm listed as a trainer because I'll pop in at any given time, but I like to set the okay. stage for the culture. My role is really upfront and uh, you know, I've adopted the entire customer experience path, both, and, and I walk our franchisees through that. What's the customer experience look like in a good situation, in a negative situation, so they understand exactly what's going on. Uh, and what the what the business and, the, and that whole experience looks like, but really it's it's establishing the culture and uh, and trying to set the standards for what the uh, franchisee really needs to be focused on to be successful and paint that picture for them. You know, Joe, that's exactly what we teach in the classroom: is that the culture has to come from the top down. So I applaud you for being the one to actually champion that. Makes Thanks. a big difference. Makes a big difference. So when I read about the qualities needed to be a great hometown heroes franchisee, they included people, person, process oriented, fun, loving, mission based, driven and passionate and owner operator. Maybe you could talk about one or two of those. Yeah. You know, the mission based piece of it, we've talked about quite a bit with home clean heroes. That's, that's the, the element that heroes first really resonates with. And that makes a big difference for folks. Uh, The passionate and the owner operator pieces of it, you know, you, you've really got to be bought into the business. This isn't an investment. This is a business that you build. So when, you know, when we talk with a candidate who really just wants to put their money out there and have a business grow by itself on the side, they're not a good fit. You've got to be focused on building the business. We do have an option where you would insert a manager in place and we train the manager as well as the owner. Right. But also re- require that the owner stay very connected to the business, very involved in the si- decision making, and they've got to be able to contribute at least fifteen to twenty hours a week to the business, especially out of the gate to get going. But you know that customer service mentality—that's got to make you feel good to make people feel good. 
mm-hmm. whether it's your employees or your customers, that's that's got to be what just you know emotionally motivates you in order for you to really enjoy this business. I can see that. You know, we hear the word passion a lot with franchising, but you do have to be passionate about the work you do. Because as you said earlier, it doesn't feel like work if you really love it. Yep. When I go visit our franchisees and I talk to our frontline teams, my message to them is always understand that your job is just to make people happy. Your boss, the franchisee, is out there finding out exactly what it is that will make them happy. And then our frontline teams go out and execute against that. And that's what, you know, it has to reward everybody to make the customer happy, even though some will show it a whole lot more than others will. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, that, that sense of pride in making somebody feel good when they come home after their house has been cleaned is something that's got, you know, it's got to motivate you somewhat. I hear you. It definitely has to. So I noticed you didn't talk about prior cleaning experience or knowledge. So that's not needed? You know, who doesn't have prior cleaning experience when it comes to <laughs> There you go. There are only so many ways you can screw up a toilet, but we can teach that very easily, obviously. Yeah. But teaching the process and then making sure that that our owners and our managers understand how to train to the process, those are the critical things. So you really start from scratch on that anyway. And even our franchisees, you know, we don't require when they hire people that they have prior cleaning experience either. You you want the energy, you want the confidence, you want the credibility, the integrity, and the commitment to keeping people happy. And that's really what makes the difference for them. Have you noticed an issue with hiring people? Is that hard right now? Well, it's it's hard across the board, yeah. It's And it's definitely something that we have taken the reins on in terms of what we can do for our franchisees, we actually are acting as a third-party recruiter for our franchisees right now. Obviously, employees are employees of the franchisee, but what we can do is we can help them through the tools that we have and the vendor partners that we work with, CareerPlug, Indeed, Glassdoor, ZipRecruiter, we can help vet out the candidates, provide them higher qualified candidates to be interviewing and really optimize their time and at the same time really kind of make sure we we know what the quality of of employee and cleaners are out in in our systems that our owners are employing too so it's you know it's, it's really a kind of a win-win situation but it's definitely something we spend a lot of time and a lot of energy helping support our franchisees on that's really helpful it's, it's got to be tough now so what are your future plans for growth of home clean heroes well, you know, our, our goal this year is to add at least another dozen franchisees, and it's a you know, it's really gaining momentum. We're we are uh, you mentioned the pipeline and yeah. the interest level. We it's about triple what it was this time last year. It's great. So we're expecting uh, you know a lot of a lot of growth this year, and we're building toward it uh, uh, so that we can really get folks on as quickly and as efficiently and as successfully as we can. So uh, we're excited about that. Ah, that's great. Well, Joe, just two last questions for you. So you've had this unbelievable career and still so much ahead of you, but what are you most proud of? Wow. Most proud of, I'm I'm most proud of the people that, that work for me and what I can help them achieve. If you're, if that's not what, what gets you going in, in this business, you're probably in the wrong business because everything is about building success for my franchisees, for our employees here, you know, our support teams, them growing is the most important thing to me. Our our manager, I mentioned our local operation, 
Our manager of our local operations started as a cleaner, started as a frontline cleaner, progressed to a lead, progressed to a field supervisor, then a trainer, uh, and now is the manager of a $1.4 million operation. Wow. So that kind of that kind of progression and success is what makes me happy. Ah, that's great. That's great. My last question for you, is there anything you wish you had known before you started your franchising journey? Wow. Um, yeah, I guess you always wish you could see things coming. Uh, the way the way COVID has affected the uh, uh, employed the labor market uh, and and you know changed the face of things. You know, I, I wish I could have seen it coming, but I don't know that I could have done anything a whole lot different. I think we reacted to it about as well as we could. Um, but, uh, you know, th- that's probably the, the biggest you know, game changer that's happened in, in the five years that Home Clean Heroes has been operating that, you know, nobody really saw that coming. Well, thank you so much, Joe, for being with us. I really appreciate it. Take Thanks, care. Steph. Bye. Bye. Franchise You is brought to you by the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. For more information on the center, visit business.louisville.edu slash yumcgfe. Thank you for listening to Franchise You.